All right, so today we are going to learn about how to navigate small business ownership in the midst of an enduring pandemic. We got inflation, labor shortages, and continuing COVID-19 challenges abound. So we're going to learn how to grow your business and find success in 2022 and beyond. And on the hotline, we've got Maggie Ferens. She's a Senior Vice President, Business Banking, Business Banking Credit, SBA, and Operations Director for Huntington National Bank. How are we doing today there, Maggie? We're doing good? Doing well, thank you. All righty. So I guess what we need to know today is uh, we're seeing considerable disruptions to the labor market because of this pandemic. So why are we seeing an increase in new small businesses? Well, that's a great question. And I think, you know, your, your intro is the truest definition of headwinds. What we're seeing right now is, is really a rebirth or a renaissance of small business. Um, you know, really during the pandemic, during the shutdowns with so many people, you know, kind of alone, home with their thoughts, um, really had a chance to reevaluate what's important to me. What are my priorities? Um, you know, is, is my nine to five or my, my five to nine, you know, whatever it happens to be getting mm-hmm. me where I want to go in life, you know, is it helping me make my goals. And so many people took that time to say, you know, I, I have a passion. I have a skill. I want to be my own boss. And, and really what we're seeing in, in 2020, we had a record number of new business application filings nationwide. And that number increased again in 2021, almost 10 million new businesses popping up all over the U.S. Over 80% of the small businesses just owned by a single person, no employees yet. So really focusing on that concept of being my own boss and and really reinventing small business in the U.S. Hey, do you think it had a a lot to do with people just uh, working out of their homes and saying to themselves, hey, you know what? Maybe I can uh, do something on my own. Because you have that whole shift now. You, You saw that whole shift happening during the pandemic, right? You think that may be one of the reasons? Yeah, and I really think it's it's going to come into a correlation between reinventing the labor force um, mm-hmm. and and also seeing the the creation of these new jobs, these new um, these new small businesses. So instead of having someone you know work for you as an employee, are they going to partner with you? Are they going to be you know more of a contractor in the future? Are we going to see an evolution of the labor force in a way that really um, you know empowers? the the you know the labor force itself while at the same time you know bringing back control over some of the things that have been so disruptive um you know the the supply chain concerns that we've seen you know the the inability to get stuff on our shelves you know because we're not doing as much or had not been doing as much domestically you know people are saying look i can do that i can fill a gap i can provide a service you know let's stop being so dependent on on other countries other nations you know bigger corporations and let's 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 get back to local success and helping our communities you know not have these concerns in the future. Gotcha. All right. So uh, can you share some successful ways small businesses have been able to pivot to stay afloat during this uh, uh, tough times here? Yeah. I mean, the pandemic created an unprecedented challenge. And one mm. of the things that we've seen is really the ingenuity of these small businesses, finding ways to pivot, do something different, do something new, reduce expenses, 
um, you know, some of them have been extremely successful. They haven't just survived. They frankly thrived. I mean, think of your, your restaurants and your grocery stores, you know, curbside pickup, delivery services, um, digital adoption is something that I think some folks were a little bit resistant of before and, and really had to leverage through the pandemic. And now we see, you know, use of social media for marketing, um, QR codes to help bring up menus and services, you know, the ability to place an order without having to work with an individual, you know, that's the ability for the small business to reduce, you know, concerns around some of their labor, but it's also an expense reduction that they, they can now say, we're going to keep this going. You know, this worked really well through the pandemic. People are used to it. Why go back to the old? Maggie, I, I actually saw a few uh, moms who, who just, you know, for some reason, you know, quit their jobs, started uh, doing stuff out of the house. And they started marketing. And I said to one of them, I said, because you brought up social uh, media. I said, how do you, how'd you start this? How'd you get all this business? And she said, I just started posting pictures on Instagram. Right. And it's free. It gets you started. It helps you understand, you know, people say, you know, what is my, my marketing plan? You know, is, is my, is my product or service in demand? I mean, what a great way to get started without a massive investment in some type of, you know, paper collateral that someone may or may not ever read. It's an organic way, and it's frankly something that everyone is looking for. When we have a conversation about, you know, 67 cents out of every dollar that is spent at a local business, a small business, stays in that local community. You know, we want to see small businesses thrive, but frankly, it's good business for all of us to see small businesses pop up and grow and provide really that, that, that parity that we need, uh, you know, to, to bring the economy back to what it was and better before COVID. Gotcha. All right, so we got new business applications are increasing while we're seeing a high percentage of minority-owned businesses uh, decreasing. Well, can you share resources that are available for minority-owned businesses and startups? Yeah, and that's a statistic we really want to start to challenge. So unfortunately, during COVID, one of the hardest hit demographics, we saw over 40% of Black-owned small businesses closed for good. So now, you know, like kind of coming out on the other side of it with so many folks looking to start a small business, we want to make sure that small business applicants understand that there's, a, there's frankly never a bad time to start, start a small business as long as you're prepared. So taking advantage of some of the resources that are available in local communities, working with a CDC or a CDFI to help you get your business plan put together, using resources on SBA.gov, you know, a federal resource to help you find local partners that will provide access to capital, but all after you're creating that business plan and you know getting some cash flow projections and a balance sheet ready to go so that people understand how you're going to run your business. At Huntington, we also specifically have a program called Lift Local. And Lift Local is focused on helping minority women, veteran-owned small businesses, as well as small businesses that are located in a low to moderate income or a majority minority census tract to get started with very low cost, very patient access to capital, you don't need a lot of liquidity to get started. You don't need collateral to get started. It really helps you get your business up and running or get your business, you know, kind of growing, expanding onto the next thing. And it's really focused on getting minorities and females to get back into the small business space so that we can keep that money local and really improve our local economies. Gotcha. All right. So you got people right now, they're listening and they're saying, gee, this sounds like this sounds like something I can do here. We have any other tips there to help these, I guess, new entrepreneurs just get started? And, uh, and, and, and I guess the access to capital is also very important to them 
as well, correct? There's so many different ways to get access to capital. I mean, people use the old terminology of bootstrapping, where, you know, you look to your personal resources, family, friends, the community, bring together a whole bunch of stuff to get yourself rolling. Mm -hmm. But really, the best advice I can give to anyone is start with your business plan. Articulate your dream, your passion, your plan on paper. Get your financial you know, projections ready to go so you can explain to people how you're going to provide that product and service. Mm -hmm. And then start interviewing partners. Sometimes it's a, a, a personal partner. Sometimes it's an equity investor. Sometimes it's a family member. And sometimes it's a bank or a financial institution. But make sure that that financial partner is right for your business and ready to grow with you, shares your vision and values, and offers products and services that are ready to help take your business off the paper and onto Main Street. It almost sounds like what people can do is watch Shark Tank and watch how they explain it to the sharks and then put together your plan. And because that's the first thing they say is, okay, right. what's your plan? What is your revenue? What do you think what's you're going to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, and, and it's art imitating real life. That's yeah. an everyday conversation that we small business owners and, and think of the banks as your shark tank. We're, we're looking for an opportunity to help bring your dream to reality. Gotcha. All right. So where can listeners go for more information? I suggest you check out Huntington.com, keyword lift local, if you're interested in some of our minority and female better-known small business programs. You can also do Huntington.com, keyword small business, and it'll help you understand some of the products and services that we offer for small business owners. Awesome. All right. Maggie Ferentz is a Senior Vice President, Business Banking, Business Banking Credit, SBA, and Operations Director for Huntington National Bank. Thank you so much for this great information. Much appreciated. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure.